0: Let's call the Choops in the spotlight tonight as the fourth-ranked Iowa women visit Iowa State. The Hawkeyes 8-1 overall, the Cyclones 3-0 at Hilton Coliseum. In the men's game, 7-1 Drake is home for St. Louis, 7 p.m. start in Des Moines. UNI also in action at home, the Panthers host Richmond. Baseball news from the winter meetings, the Yankees reportedly closing in on a trade with the Padres for Juan Soto, the Orioles signing veteran closer Craig Kimbrell. I'm Doug Thompson. (laughs) from the Jethro's Barbecue Studio with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. <laughs>
1: And Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station is 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller. We're here until 1 o'clock. Trent's plays of the day still to come. We'll head to Chicago. Cappy bottom of the hour Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy will tell you about them lots of ground to cover with Cappy Jason Bonetti uh came forward on a Chicago radio station and took us behind the scenes as far as uh his departure from the White Sox to the Tigers Cubs etc bears with Cappy right now
2: and and I looked it up you're right spill the tea yeah that's that's a gen z it term it is
1: isn't it look at you hipster Man. over there <laughs> hipster yeah as i like, Fallen break bones. Yeah, uh, so it, it's official. It's officially a broken bone. Yeah, and you know I should say it's not that he was just walking and took a tumble. Okay, good. I was in full flight behind a seventeen-pound dog. Uh-huh. Aha! Yeah, Dad couldn't keep up. Anyway. <laughs> he
2: took you for a ride. huh? <laughs> he did, <A> little <laughs> bugger.
1: Um, let's get John Boeing Camp in here, who who had a uh, an air himself this morning. He spelled. Blue Jays incorrectly wow. when it comes to Otani uh-huh. and where he's going to be signing. Oh, it's gonna no, hurt no, John no. Bowen Camp when he's north of the border,
0: baby. Well, if he is, that's fine. We'll just go get somebody else. I mean <laughs> if he doesn't want if he doesn't want to pursue excellence, that's on him. That's not on me. So. Uh,
1: does it seem like we'll get to Iowa in just a second with the football and the women tonight and the men tomorrow? Uh, but you are a hardcore baseball fan, as Trent and I are, and I love to talk baseball. It is the hot stove season after all. Uh, does it seem to you like it's either or the Dodgers or the Blue Jays? I still, and I'm just being facetious. I would make the Dodgers the favorite, but it's just nice that uh, the team that I root for is still in the hunt. Apparently, does it seem like it's just a two team? race at this point
0: i would think so i mean i i don't know what he wants i don't know if he wants a short-term high value contract or long-term you know a little bit lesser value contract. i don't know you know it it, it the, the the secrecy behind this is really it's gotten the national baseball media all upset they really and are anything yeah. <laughs> they are not i mean they are really like you know like we, we just want something yeah you know and um and but I mean it has been played pretty close to the vest, and I'll be curious when it's over with because I know the story will be written if it can be written on on how this process went went about you know came about for whoever signs and which will be Dodgers. But um, I, it will be curious to see how much of that information gets out on on you know who was in it, how how this all played out, and it'll be it, it's still it's fascinating to watch. But at the same time, I'm almost like. You know, there's a lot of business left to be done in Major League Baseball, and none of it can get done until this gets done, you know. And so it's, it's yep. kind of like, let's, let's kind of get going here, you know. so
2: Look at you. You know, we have signings that go into March, and here's you all ready upset the first week of December that Otani hasn't signed with your Dodgers. I want, have...
0: I want this settled now, you know, because I know there are more trades. You
2: everybody. sound like a Gen Z kid. We're just talking about Gen Z. Instant gratification for John <laughs> Bowen Camp. That's what he's looking for. I'm not on
0: TikTok. So <laughs> not know, that, so yet? Anyway. No, no. I don't even say yet because that will never happen.
2: Never happen. All right, I, we we have it now in digital file. We will keep that one. We'll see down the road. It
0: never happen.
2: So. Well, let's talk about what you do actually cover, and that is the Iowa Hawkeyes. And mm-hmm. uh, want to start with. Phil Parker, you know, oh, we yeah, yeah, it yeah. happened right after we were finishing up our show yesterday, didn't have a chance to touch on that. I mean, well-deserved just doesn't even to begin to say what this guy yeah. has meant over the last quarter century and since he took over the coordinator role, what a job he has done.
0: You know, I, I, the thing that has always impressed me about him, one is I just really like him because he just seems like a good guy. And But what I really like about him is, is he has never – you can just kind of tell he has never wanted to be a head coach. He could have been a head coach a long time ago yep, somewhere. Yep. You know, I mean when you look at when you look at his resume, you look at his track record, you look at what he's done and I'm sure he's been approached about it. And the one thing is he just likes doing what he does and he does it very well. And all of his players speak so highly of him. And I, I think he, he's just a fascinating one of, he's one of the more, more fascinating coaches I've seen and been around because I just, I really like him because of A of what he's done, but B just in how he's done it. And, and, and I think that's what's kind of been the most fun of watching him over the years as a coach. And I, I, I just think, I just think he's a good guy and he's a really good coach. You know, think, and I'm glad he got honored. So,
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But, but think back, John, to when it was Norm Parker, right? And he was loved right. and revered. Right. Uh, and I didn't think we'd see that kind of uh, uh, respect and admiration for whoever took over for Norm, knowing that Phil was probably going to be the guy at some point. But you remember that, what it was like. I mean, the media... Yeah. I'll never forget it. The Orange Bowl. Um him trying to tell us how or explaining with, with Coke cans or 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 cups, um <laughs> to Sonny cups, how how Georgia Techs was going to run their offense and what Iowa needs to do.
0: Yeah, I mean they're different they're different people, you know, in the, in their personalities. I one of my favorite Norm Parker stories still is that I was at a World of Outlaws race at the racetrack here and, and this guy walked by me and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Norm Parker. <laughs> And he was a big sprint car fan, and nobody really knew that about him. But with you know but, but with Phil, it's, it's just different. You don't know a whole lot about him. he doesn't he doesn't go for the spotlight. he just does his job, and mm-hmm. he just does it in. and he explains things very well too, but in a different way. There's a different personality there, but it's still you know he's beloved among this fan base, and and yet he just just does his job. None of that stuff matters to him.
1: USC's getting a good one.
0: <laughs> I don't even say that he, that's the thing, he's not gonna go ahead. I think my I favorite I think my, my favorite tweet today was from somebody saying, All you all you people at these big schools think you can get him and it said you'd be the first one complaining when he brought in a two star recruit from Odebold Isle yep. with Cooper to
1: see. Yeah, that's know, true. So <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I was just being for some I mean, I'm sure you heard Gus no, Johnson. I don't. Yeah, just unbelievable. Anyway, sorry, Trent.
2: <laughs> no problem at all. So as we uh, look forward, there is the pending offensive coordinator job. It will be open. There will be a new offensive coordinator. Are we going to get anything here during the month of December, or is this Kirk Ferentz just kicking this thing down the can as you see Texas A&M going out and getting a new coordinator? Penn State done the same on and on and on. Kirk Ferris does it differently. Do you anticipate this is something that will not even enter the fray until we get past the bowl
0: game? No, I think I – well, that's possible. I that, mm. that should say it that way. Um, but I, I think he knows who it is, and I think he knows who he wants. And, I and and I mean, it's it's somebody with either in-house or a relationship in-house. And so when all these names were coming up, oh, Iowa can't it, Kirk wasn't going to hire these guys. You know, so I, I think he knows who it is. I think he knows what he wants, and I think he knows where he's going to go. And I just think, he and I mean, it's not showing up. You don't see this mass exodus into the transfer portal. You don't see mm-hmm. recruits decommitting. And it's like he's probably just figuring, well, let's just, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Because I know who I want. And, and, he may, and he may have already made an offer, and that person may have already said, okay, when you're ready, we'll, we'll announce. I don't know. But I don't think it's as I don't think it's as severe as what the, some of the fan base is thinking. I think mean, he just knows who it is.
1: Hmm. Do you think he knows who's going to take advantage of that extra year and come back, or some of the uh, the injured players, what their plans are? Lachey, Dejean, et cetera. Um, When when do you think will will those questions will be answered, John?
0: Some of the bigger names probably later this month, but I mean, some of the other guys before the bowl game. Ex- right, you would think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah. That's what I would think. And then, but but I would also think too that with some of these, with some of the other guys that have that extra year, they've probably already discussed that. Probably it's happened this week. It's probably happening right now. You know, I mean, they, because this seems to be kind of the week when we kind of find out some of that stuff, but. You know, I mean, he we, he was asked about it at one of his last press conferences, and then that that was kind of the timetable. It's like, you know, we'll, when we get to the meetings, we'll, you know, when we start talking about who's gonna, you know, who if, if anybody wants to opt out of the bowl game, whatever. And I think all those conversations would probably happen this week and in the next kind of thing.
2: And a big part of that too is what's going to happen in terms of an IL money. What's going to be able to come in right. from the swarm? We saw that a year ago with you know a guy like Joe Evans. Looked like he was as good as gone. Yeah, they came up with a pretty good offer, and he sticks yeah. around for another season. So that's a huge component too. Speaking of that, with uh, the potential changing of the landscape of the NIL. Have you heard anything recently? Now we heard, obviously, the relationship with Beth Gets, the interim AD, and the Swarm Collective is a whole lot different than is her uh, predecessor. But have you heard anything more lately about the Swarm and how things are going? I know they have a big match going on right now through the end of the year.
0: Not really, you know, and I mean, I... I... I, you know, I mean, I, I do think it's a better relationship with the AD. And I think you have to have it. I will be curious to see where this kind of goes down the road. And, you know, especially with the, the proposals that the NCAA is kind of talking about. I'm going to be curious to see where Iowa kind of falls in that whole thing. Um, so, I, I mean, it, is, it does bear watching, I think, over the next few months and, and next couple of years on where this goes. But, I mean, I do think people have been become more receptive to, hey, we can do this you know, let's let's give money whatever. And it's it's funny to see that now and, 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 and I mean people people really embrace this collective. I mean they, they really look at it as a way to get players. And I mean they're not gonna be able to compete with the big money people but you can still go and get good pieces for this team where you're not gonna have to pay an, a whole lot of money either.
1: Uh, let's switch to basketball, all eyes, back to Cyhawk Hawk for the next two nights. The ladies first, the men tomorrow, so let's talk about tonight. Uh, what do you anticipate seeing? Uh, Iowa's now up to what, Trent, a 12-point favorite? 12, point, 12 and a half some spots. Uh, it was seven and a half. so very quickly that number's been bet up. It's now at 12 and a half. What do you anticipate seeing tonight, John?
0: I it, It's it's going to be a good test. For, I, I The one thing I like about what Iowa's schedule has been like is they've challenged this schedule has challenged them. And, I mean, you've had neutral court games and you've had road games and this is another road game, an in-state road game. and I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough game. I think it's probably going to be a little bit tougher maybe than what the oddsmakers think. But I do think Iowa covers that in the end. I mean, I just think they're too good. And I, I, I just think this is just another really – big step for them in this non-conference schedule that's getting them ready for what's coming next night. And, and I think they've passed every challenge they've had so far. And so I, I think tonight this is probably, it'll be a good game for a while, but I think Iowa pulls away at the end.
2: It is uh, a whole lot of Caitlin Clark. Hannah mm-hmm. Stolke, I think Ben has advertised this year, but Now, we've seen some, I I don't know, disappointments maybe. The post play, Goodman's been okay. O'Grady maybe hasn't been as good. Gabby Marshall struggled for a while with the three-point shot. Then it's come back. Uh, Overall, this team is not humming the level that they are. What do they need to do to be hitting their apex come late February into March?
0: I it's just I mean I think the averages will bear out with a lot of them. And but I do think you've seen a lot of really good stories. I think Sydney Poulter has been a really mm-hmm. good story off the bench. Um I, I, I think Kylie Feerbach has been good and I think, you know, you're gonna see her playing time kind of increase. I think Molly Davis has been spectacular in her role and, you know, so much better than what she was last year when she was pretty good last year. And so so that's kind of overcome some of these other things. Um, you know, Post play has been erratic. I, I do think you want to get that to be a little bit more consistent, but I think over time that will happen. So, I mean, I, I, I think they're on, they're on a, they're actually in my mind, they're probably a little bit ahead of where they, where I thought they would be at this point. Well, it, because of the contributions for some of the other people, so
1: uh, uh, let's switch over to the men, John. Of course, tomorrow night, six thirty mm-hmm. for that one. Uh Cricky's been terrific, really has. It would be yeah. uh, be great if they somehow found they find more years of eligibility for some of the kids. It would certainly, be nice to see him in a Hawkeye uniform for another year, but that won't happen. What do we expect to see tomorrow night? Uh, Iowa and Iowa State. I thought Iowa State. You know, um, you know beginning of November. I kind of felt this game might get away from the Hawkeyes. I don't get that feeling. Iowa State will hmm. be favored. They deserve to be. Uh, what kind of game do we think we'll see tomorrow?
0: I think it'll be. I think it'll be a tight game. I think. I do too. I, I think Iowa. I think Iowa will play better than what they did the other night. I think they will play. I, I, I think Yeah, you know, again, these guys are all kind of learning right now, and it's a, it's a pivotal game for Iowa in my mind because I don't think you want to lose this game. And then go in the Sunday against Michigan and really needing a win, so I, I, I think they'll be a lot better. I think I think they've learned a lot, um, I, I, they're in, and they've now played in a hostile environment. Actually, a couple of them, when you think about, it. Mm-hmm. so I don't think they're going to be phased by that tomorrow night. So I think it's going to be a really close game. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think, and, and, and I, I kind of like that in the series. And you have two really good teams that they're 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 going to play
1: against. You, you know, just real quick, going to Omaha and going to uh, Mackey Arena. That's a really good point. Yeah, so they've played yeah. in a couple already. Good point. Yeah,
2: what sixteen thousand in in Omaha and another yeah. fourteen thousand banged out in Purdue. Uh, different environment. It's going to be another great one tomorrow night for the men's team and Hilton. Hey, John. Uh, the one thing that I'm struggling to wrap my mind around: what is Fran doing at the point guard spot? Mm. I, it's it's falling into the trap of a year ago where Aaron Euliss was a starter, but he didn't play starter minutes. Same thing happened with Bowen. What's the end game here at point guard?
0: Um, I, I think he wants to see kind of where where Brock Harding develops. You know, in some of these other in in some of these games against bigger competition. When I say bigger, I'm talking about size too. You know, how he kind of goes against the the, the more physical point guard. in in the league and in what they see in the non-conference kids. I think he's still trying to find that out, but I I, I still think that that they'll figure that out somewhere along the line. If it means moving Tony Perkins back over and running things, that happens too. So he's got a lot of options. I think he's just kind of wanting to see where everybody kind of fits once you get into January.
1: John Bowen Camp, Associated Press, Hawkeye Nation, Iowa Those are three places you can read our friend John Bowen Camp. Uh, John, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. We will. Uh, when will we know the Otani news? Is that today, tomorrow,
0: I, soon? I hope soon. I hope it's on my way up to Iowa City Tom Brand. Press conference. But you know, I again I'm I'm impatient at this point.
1: Good stuff, John. Thanks for doing this. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right. See you buddy. Yep. See you later. Yep. Thank Stay you. Care. John Bowen Camp as we check in on the Hawks. Good stuff out of John. Um what's the number? You said six tomorrow? That's what Ken I Palm That's has a pretty that, yeah. good number, Trent.
2: Doesn't that seem like that to you? Yeah. I put the hook on there you have to. Yeah. yeah put agree. it six and a half. Yeah. We'll put it up there. Yeah. I think you would get a, Iowa State money yeah I still think you would yeah. analytically uh, they're pretty far ahead Ken palm any analytics site that you look mm-hmm. at there so it might even come out a tick higher i wouldn't i would be i would say it's more likely to be seven and a half as opposed to five and a half. How about that if we're moving past the number one way or the other we will find out when do when will that number
1: somebody will post it tonight I'm yeah assuming?
2: you know so one of the big companies sometimes comes out the day before with college basketball now the limits are incredibly low sure on those ones. Wait for a book like Circa if you really want to get down on it where the limits are not limited there. But, yeah, I anticipate we'll probably see it somewhere, especially with it being a rivalry game, perhaps late afternoon, early evening. But, as always, I'll keep an eye and... Post it as soon as I do over on X.
1: All right, good stuff. Uh, 1225, off the Chicago. Trent and I will go. Cappy's next. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. He joins us when we come back. Chicago Sports Conversation on Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 Hi, Pfizer.
2: Last summer my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renter's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renter's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days. And even get your management fees back. Go to renterswarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis. Or call 515-528-44... So
1: good. Hi, i Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Uh so bad news on Cap. Just uh got a text from Cappy. He is stuck in a mandatory meeting and he cannot get out of it. It'll uh, happen. It will. He's sending me a yes, uh so he wants to do tomorrow at this time. Uh let me text him back. That's perfect. Uh blah blah blah. So did you see the report on the White Sox and Jerry Reinstorf that just broke recently? No, no. Apparently he's in Nashville. Okay. And meeting with city fathers. In Nashville, Tennessee, who would desperately love to be a part of the major league oh, rotation. Interesting. It's got to be leverage, right? Does it? This has been
2: bandied about for decades, right? The White Sox. The second fiddle. Were destined for Tampa before the Tampa Bay Rays were a thing. Many people believe it was almost a done deal. Now they got a new stadium out of it. Mm-hmm. Comiskey went away, and we got whatever they call that godforsaken thing these days. But
1: Guaranteed rate, is it? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Or is that Milwaukee? No, well, that's American you... family. Yes.
2: It's Miller Park. Those insurance companies, man, don't they have some apparently, money? Apparently so. Maybe yeah. we should look into that. That's a, not a bad call. <laughs> uh, hit us up at Miller & Cottage if uh, your insurance company is interested in hanging out with us. Um, no, I did not. You went right to the leverage thing.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: This is not to rip on the White Sox fans. They're second fiddle in their city. They are. Even at their apex, even in the 2005 championship, it's not the same. No. The fan base is not close.
1: They're still, at best, the fourth most popular team in the market. Right? Bears, Bulls, Cubs. Yeah. In some order. Right. And then Blackhawks, White Sox can fight it over, fight for the spoils. I think the Blackhawks would probably be higher. Some years. Yeah, absolutely.
2: What would make more sense? Make a move out of there. Yes, they're leaving a ton of history behind. Mm-hmm. Or continuing to fight this uphill battle forever. In perpetuity. It's not going to change. Yeah, Not in your lifetime. Not no. in my lifetime. No. Not in Jack and Ella's lifetime. No, probably not.
1: It is going to be a Cubs town. What does MLB want? Do they want an expansion team? Do they Do they want two teams? Two teams work in L.A., two teams work in New York. But two do team- they work... Well, in New York they do for sure. They do. I'll give you L.A. L.A.'s different. Yes. I mean, the Dodgers are... It's a Dodgers Lake Lakers town. Yes, without a doubt. Without a doubt.
2: And though we've seen the Rams come back, mm-hmm. and it's 40% the visiting fan. Yeah, Chargers, it's 75% yep. the visiting fan. That's that's the reality of that for that sport. And the same thing, have you ever heard somebody, yeah,
1: got to get to L.A. and get to Angel Stadium? No. No, that's true. Now I would like—I've never been to Dodger Stadium. I've been to Angel Stadium, um, Dodger Stadium. Absolutely, I would love to go there. And I, yes. I got to have a Dodger dog. Right, that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Never free, and eye. get caught in the parking snafu at the end of it. And don't wear a Giants cap. That's the last never thing Yeah, you, wanna yeah. Do. you can get beat up.
2: Jesus, I'll say. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you're wearing the right gear when you walk into there.
1: I don't even know if you should put on a Blue nothing. Jays hat. No, yeah. nothing. Especially it's neutral. Especially if Otani's a Blue Jay. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, that'd be a problem, wouldn't it? It, it would be a problem. So yeah, we'll get cappy tomorrow. That's uh,
2: that's interesting, though. I know I hadn't seen that. You know, Nashville is obviously a growing city. Mm-hmm. It has now become a destination spot. Yep. It has become a vacation spot. Yep. It's been something where, let's see, do I want to go to the south side of Chicago or head to Nashville to watch a game? Mm-hmm. For visiting fans, it makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah you know what the population of Nashville is? No, these days. I don't.
1: I don't, Trent. I know that it's one of the more popular stops amongst visiting fan bases of NHL teams. Oh, absolutely. They want to follow their team to Nashville, of all places, to watch them play the Predators. Um, yeah, it's. Look, the NFL had to draft that in, in Nashville not too many years ago. Remember all the bachelor parties that we got through? <laughs> Bachelorette party? <laughs> Bachelorette parties. party, rather, that uh, got
2: tossed. Who are all these beer swilling idiots? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's something called the NFL draft barely happening. Uh metro of the Nashville
1: area 1.3 million. And how far was it from didn't you do, didn't you do the Memphis Nashville drive? Yeah. And how far was it? <sighs> do you remember? That was eight years ago. Yeah, uh, 7 know. years ago. Uh Memphis
2: to Nashville drive. Couple hundred miles? Yeah, 3 hours 19 minutes, 212 miles. What else you got around Nashville? Not a whole lot. Uh, You got up to your north Louisville, about the same as Memphis. To the south, you got Birmingham, about the same, Chattanooga, Knoxville out to the east. So
1: Nashville's close to the Kentucky border, isn't it? It is, yes. Uh, You got Bowling Green right above Mm -hmm. it. That's why Circa is excited to be doing business with the um, racetrack in Kentucky. That they because they're real. It's right across the border from uh, the Kentucky Tennessee border. Ah, that would make a whole lot it of does. sense. Now I
2: get it. Yes, uh,
1: do a little geography lesson here on M We're learning. Yeah,
2: <sighs> learning as we go. I, for me, without a dog in the fight, sure. I just.
1: But I know for Sean Roberts, yeah, it's going to be different. I saw a tweet from him. He says he'll never watch another major league baseball game. Now he's lying. Yes, right. He's a he's a sports. I get it. The the, it would be painful. Yes, Uh, it definitely. You you went through this. I did. It was awful. Now I didn't give up on the NHL. I didn't go out of my way to watch the Arizona Coyotes play.
2: What harken back to that? Because the White Sox, as we said, I mean, you look at the attendance figures, second fiddle in a city Mm -hmm. as a baseball team.
1: What was it about Winnipeg?
2: I mean, it just a the small dollar, market?
1: The small market and the dollar was the big thing. It would mean Canadian dollar, and I think it's still bad. It's like worth 60 cents at the time, might have been worth 50. And you pay your players in American funds. So oh. if you play hockey in Canada, your paycheck is in American money. Interesting. Yeah.
2: So was that the same reason like Calgary went to Atlanta back in, was that the early 80s? That was, I think, the WHA expansion. Gotcha. That was the reason behind right. that. And there's what? There's talk about. Toronto getting a
1: second NHL team? There, there is, but uh, Quebec would want one, and uh, there's yeah. there's other cities in the states that want one. You know what I want for for Canada if they get one thing, get the Expos back. Yeah, that, that would float my boat. the The Montreal White Sox. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. That's a little. That's even even worse. That's even worse. Uh, So we'll see. Uh, But lots of ground, lots of uh, Chicago topics. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wait twenty four hours to get to Cappy, as he was pulled into a meeting he just cannot get out of. So we'll see about that.
2: Uh, Something interesting. We were talking to Bowen Camp and came across my Twitter feed about the Iowa offensive coordinator job. Mm -hmm. I think it is noteworthy that there is a real possibility this thing's going to drag into January. And I don't
1: get it, Trent. I think it's too important to have your guy in place yeah. right now. With the transfer portal? Right. With
2: decisions for Eric All, mm-hmm. for Luke Lachey. If the NIL money is there, hey, let's rehab, let's and come back for another don't you think season. it will be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for those guys, no doubt. Right. Yeah. You find the money to do it. Now, is it going to be, even if you're you know a fourth-round pick, maybe comparable. Mm-hmm.
1: Did Cooper DeJean put out a hint last night on Instagram? Did Did you see a tweet about DeJean on Instagram? I did. That some people took like oh, he's coming
2: back. Yeah. All he said is I haven't announced that I'm leaving or something like that. Or have okay. I? Have I announced that I'm leaving? And then of oh, course so people ran with it. Yeah. Okay. That that's as simple as that was. Don't read too much into that one. I would say, but with the offensive coordinator spot, something uh, broke earlier today. Craig Bull, mm-hmm. longtime college football coach, Dang and hanging it one. up. Seen enough, he's calling it a career after having a pretty good run at Wyoming and making them a good program again. Something they haven't been since Joe Tiller was there. Apparently Nashville has a new baseball team. I was just tweeting that or texted that. With a potential expansion? There you go. I'm going to guess they didn't build it with 40000 No. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you.
2: And his offensive coordinator is Tim Polisak. Who has been. He was the offensive line coach at Iowa.
1: Imagine that.
2: He started his career as a quarterback coach. He has the respect of Kirk Ferentz. It's not going to be a splash hire. I'm, I'm nope. sorry. I just can't see it. I can't see anybody outside the family coming in. Look at his recent hires. Liddell Betts played for him. Abdul Hodge mm-hmm. played for him. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be, yep, young gun, the next whoever. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. The next, no. It is going to be somebody with an Iowa connection. Yep, Polasek. Yes, Bud Meyer. God, I hope not. He was a quarterback coach for these last two years.
1: Trent, I I spent Sunday looking up Deacon Hill, Wisconsin scouting reports to when he signed, <laughs> and Bud Meyer's praise uh-huh. for Deacon Hill and what he's going to mean to the Badgers. I mean, it's all there on the internet. It's going to be it's there forever. It's easy to find. But you're right about that. It he is would, he would not be mm. uh, embraced.
2: So who would get the fan base of the realistic options? And let's throw... All right, Bud Meyer. I, I don't think anybody would be excited about that. You can't look at these last two years and be excited about the guy that has his hands in the game plan and scheming and the quarterback coach and get excited about it. Go back to the old Garden, Ken O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. One last go around with O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. Tim Polisek, who ran the 108th ranked offense this year in college football. Eesh. Um... Is Paul Chris of all the names, the only one that could generate at least
1: a tick of excitement? Yes. I mean, he's he's, he's, um, he's like watching paint dry. His personality is... <laughs> Milk toast. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Which, he is
2: boring as the day is long.
1: Which I think hurts him in the head coaching ranks. Yeah. I really do. But as a coordinator, I, excellent. You've got something there. I think he would be... I don't speak for the Hawkeye fan base, but I have to believe that he would be as popular a choice... As you're going to find, right? Of the names that we know mm-hmm. that again he has, are realistic. A realistic, true. He has to be at the top of the list.
2: Wyoming this past season. Thirty eight touchdowns. Iowa had twenty. <laughs> well. <laughs> Wyoming this year, three hundred and twenty four yards per game. Iowa two what? two hundred thirty eight. E. Big improvements. Yards per play, five point five four for Wyoming. Iowa, just over four yards per play. Uh, all those numbers that, you know that we what? talked that's about. That's actually
1: better than I thought. Well, it's
2: the bottom of the country, yards per play at 4.02. Uh, second to last, 4.3. Mm. They're basically a third of a yard less per play than the second worst team in college football. And you hear those numbers for I- Wyoming in comparison to Iowa, and you're thinking, boy, that's pretty good. Uh, all those numbers rank 103rd or worst in the country.
1: Jesus. That's unbelievable. It's an improvement. It is. Uh Paul Christ. Paul Christ. That's the one. I think it is.
2: And it's not going to be they are not going to be throwing a parade for Paul Christ no. making his way down Melrose when he if he would be hired. But if he's the guy I just don't But in understand. comparison to the rest of the no, names on the list, no
1: question. Yeah. But the um you got you got an opportunity to let your new coordinator watch them practice 15 times. And be part of the bull game preparations, even if you're just sitting in the press box watching. We'll see. Trent's plays of the day next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station 106. Dealers for details. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back, Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Kicks. You know, interesting name. Uh, just uh, a listener just called in and threw this name out, and um, I like it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Long time pro. Uh huh. Played quarterback. Uh huh. Currently coaching receivers. Coached in college. Uh-huh. Coached as in the pro ranks now. Chuck Long. Threw one of the most memorable passes in the history of the program, and he didn't even know the clock was about to start. Drew Tate. What about Drew Tate? You think Kirk Ferentz is going to deal with Drew Tate? I don't know. Absolutely not. Drew Tate's older than he was when he was in Iowa. He was, and he's he's had a pro career, and he's coached, and he's coached in the state of Iowa with Northern Iowa as of late. You don't think what would that? Who would the fan base rather have? Well,
2: it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's Drew Tate, right? Yeah, there's no doubt that would be exciting. It would be. Has he ever called plays? I don't think it matters. he. I, I mean, he gave his idiot son a job that never called plays before. <laughs> so apparently that is not
1: a prerequisite. You know what? I, yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, he gave his idiot son. Oh, boy. He was not good. No, he wasn't good. He, <laughs> he was wasn't good. good. But, um, but th- th- I thought that was pretty good.
2: Drew Tate, that's a name that I hadn't heard tossed around. But remember his personality type? Did not exactly mesh with Kirk Ferentz? True. Even that's True. As an older guy, again, reality. Great idea. Fun. Exciting to talk uh-huh. about on radio. Gets the fan base excited. The reality is I can't see it. Had a really in a good
1: years. career as a hawk guy. Yes, no doubt. Knows his way around Iowa City mm-hmm. in the Big Ten.
2: He's checking a lot of boxes, Trent. Is he checking those boxes for
1: Kirk Ferentz, though? Ultimately, he's going to decide. Is yeah, that what you're yeah. saying? It's not going to be up to us in the right. audience. Damn it. Let's make some money. Who are you betting on tonight?
2: All right. I want to start with both MVC games involving the in state schools. Um, I am dumbfounded by both of these. Okay. You and I have been brutal. They got run out of the gym by Evansville, they have not been able to get a stop defensively. Richmond's a good solid A10 team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the McLeod Center. You and I should not be favored against most anybody right now in They're the really top half the of college basketball. basketball. Yeah, they they really been, are. It's been bad. Yep. And that defense has been hideous. Yeah, give me Richmond. I'll take the Spiders in the two and a half. St. Louis, another good 8-10 team, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Drake's favorite Nap by... center tonight. 15
1: and That's a half. That's a lot of points.
2: That is a crap ton of points. Against an 18 10 team? I'll I'll grab them. Give me... those Those ones were both... Absolutely baffling. Now we got some weird ones in here, as you can imagine. Oh, we're going to take Townsend plus three, Ohio, the Bobcats minus eight tonight at home against Youngstown. Memphis laying two at VCU, UNLV they get eight out of Dayton tonight. And I jumped on it right away when the line came out. This is not available anywhere anymore. I took the Iowa women minus seven and a half on the <laughs> opener at Bet Rivers. Before it's it is very and quickly a half moved. Now? Yeah, twelve and a half. How and long? I wonder how long that number was up at Bet Rivers. So I looked this morning. It was after I dropped off Jack. So this would have been probably nine oh five, something like that. And that's when I saw it first. So that was the time. I'm looking at it at Bet Rivers again. That was the first place that had it. They're up to too. a half two. I'm going to guess that thing moved very quickly. Now we don't have the same kind of tracking that we get for even men's college basketball and the women's side of things mm-hmm. we're catching up yep. we're getting better but not the same kind of tracking Circa opened it at 12 but uh we do have obviously our connections there want to ask Jeff Benson I'm going to send him a message later in the day and see kind of what kind of action they're seeing and if it is tilted heavy one way or the other
1: we will find out we'll talk about that tomorrow Wade looking bill is going to join us for sure cappy's with us tomorrow 12:30 do a little NFL with two of the regional teams tomorrow as well. Miller and Condon, uh, that's going to do it for us. Murphy and Andy next. The drive with Heather and sh- Heather and someone from three until six. <laughs> Have a great.